Welcome to the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast, where women come to be encouraged, uplifted, and inspired to go further, push harder, and shine brighter through personal conversations with me, your host, LaShonda McLaurin. So, let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. LaShonda here, and I hope that you're having an amazing day and ready to have yet another great week. So today's episode is in honor of Valentine's Day, which was just last week. And for me in my house, Valentine's Day is not just another day to give cards and candy. It is actually very significant. Valentine's Day marks 11 years of marriage for myself and my husband. And guess what, y'all? Today, my husband, Terry, is joining us on the podcast to talk about love and marriage. So we're going to have a very candid and open conversation about the truths and myths about marriage. And we hope to inspire you to spread the love. So Terry, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast, the first man ever to grace the podcast. We really appreciate you being here. I'm very honored. I appreciate the opportunity to be on your show. Um, I'm a longtime listener, so, you know, definitely very, very happy to be here. Yeah, he's being very, you know, nice and calm right now. But this is like our third time doing this intro with all the laughing and giggling we've been doing. But we will press on. So we just want to talk a little bit about marriage, relationships and love, because this past Valentine's Day marked 11 years of marriage for us. So let me ask you. And I feel very comfortable asking you questions because, for the record, you are an amazing husband. Thank you. Thank you. I try. I definitely try to try to match you or fly. <laughs> You're an amazing husband. So how does year 11 feel compared to year one? You know, it's weird because it's it's almost like there is so many things that are different, yet so many things that are the same. The difference you know, that I would think, think about the amount of wisdom that we've gained over the years, the things that we've learned, um, what to do, what not to do. Uh, But also, I would say the things that are the same is basically my love for you. The fact that it doesn't matter if we're talking about day number one or day number 1000. I'm pretty confident my math is off, but um, like that, that spark is still there. And so I, I think those are the things that are still the same, uh, is quite a paradox. That was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I would have to agree. Like a lot has changed in 11 years, like aside from just getting older and having two children, which just made a lot of things very different. Um, the love is still constant. That's a that's a real big constant, and the desire to be with with you is still a constant. So, what would you say makes a relationship successful or happy, whichever one you prefer to use? What do you think is one of the most important things that you need to have in order to have the type of relationship? I think it's simple. Um, you got to work for it. It's not going to be something natural. I you know honestly, I I think a lot of people walk into a marriage. With the misconception thinking that 
everything is supposed to feel in the right place, you know, that everything's going to fall in line. Um, whatever you see on TV, your dream marriage, that's what marriage is going to be for you. But that's, it's not going to be the case. Honestly, it's going to be a lot of work. You just have to you think it's supposed to be like that automatically. What you mean? Like, like naturally it's going to be that way. Exactly. You know, I think people think that it doesn't require work, uh, that things are just supposed to fit into place. That's not that's not the case at all. Uh, it does require work. But, you know, whenever you think about any goal that you have for yourself, personal or professional, if it's worth something to you, then it requires work. And I think marriage is above all of those goals. And therefore, you know, it should be expected that one is going to have to work hard in order to make it what you want it to be. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. I think people are surprised by the amount of work that marriage takes, which may contribute to why the divorce rate is so high and why so many people, you know, are maybe not getting married. So do you feel like marriage gets a bad rap? And if so, why do you think that is? And are they wrong? Um, you know, I'm, I'm only going to speak from the male perspective and I'll, I'll say, yeah, marriage gets a bad rap. Um, and a lot of that's, I'd say the fault of married men, you know, we don't, we don't do a good job at celebrating and promoting the concept of marriage. There was a book that you and I were talking about that I was reading I won't talk about the the name of the book, but either way, it starts to talk about the marital situation for the baby boomers versus the Gen Xers versus the Gen Yers versus the uh, the the Gen Zers, and it, it's on a steady decline. I think one of the reasons is because uh, marriage just doesn't appear to be cool anymore. You know, maybe the baby boomers were were doing it sticking to it or the parents of the baby boomers were sticking to it because of the necessity. And, you know, there was an obligation and therefore um, my parents expected me to, and therefore I I will continue Uh, that expectation. I think continued to decline. And so now we are pushing towards things that are faddish, uh, unfortunately. And, but honestly, I, I think, Marriage is still a fad, you know, there is still cool to be married. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine, he was uh, getting married. He got married in December. If you remember, whenever um, I went out, we took him out um, to celebrate him, you know, in his last few few months uh, or last few days of being single. And what I explained to him, you know, it, it's it's weird because, you know, I think about the times when. I was single trying to be out there in the scene, trying to hook up with this woman and that woman. But there were a lot of times where I walked away alone, but that, and I explained this to him that never happens whenever I'm married, you know, since I've been married, I don't walk away alone. Um, every time, uh, it's time to go to bed. You know, I I look over and there's somebody there. We can get it popping. You know what I mean? Uh, and, 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 you know, so we, I, I like, again, again, I, I said that we as married men don't talk about those benefits, you know, not just the sex part, but also the love whenever I need, you know, anything like I need somebody to talk to. I need somebody to just 
just be with me, being be in my presence and or me just being somebody else's presence. There's somebody there. The single guys, hey, you, you got to go look around for it. And that's that. OK, you can say that that's cool, but it ain't whenever you looking. So um, I, I think that's the reason why marriage gets a bad rep is because we as married men are failing to um, talk about the, the benefits that we are receiving as married men. So I can agree with that. I think married women talk about marriage a lot. But, yeah, it is rare to hear um, married men talk about it. So I'm glad that you're here to talk about it. I don't know how many men we got listening, but <laughs> maybe the few that we have. Can, sure yeah, hopefully if they're listening that they agree or if they're single, they're like, you know, okay, maybe I need to think about this. Or if if, if not, if, if there aren't any uh, men that are listening, which I'm sure there are, I know the women that are listening are going to be like, see, I told you, you should... <laughs> You should, see, listen to him. This is what this is what you should be thinking. First of all, that's not how we talk. That's okay, pretty, that's pretty much how I think every woman that listens to you talk. But that, no, that's not a bad thing. So what? Because we have to be realistic. Marriage is wonderful. It is amazing. It is, um, like I said, the best decision that I made in my life was to marry you. But it is hard. You know, like you said, it is work, and work is not always going to be easy. There are some hard things about it. So. What do you think is one of the hard things about marriage that people may not expect? Hmm, you are really coming with some challenging questions. And and I, I, I got to say, I don't remember this question whenever we were talking about what questions you were going to ask. Um, but anyway, I'll, I'll go at that anyway. Okay, so finances, expectation management in terms of finances, um, you know, whether good or bad, up or down, I think finances is something is a concept that's pretty elusive um, because what we do is we, ch- we, we tend to compare what we want or expect that we should have compared to everybody else, which is terrible, a terrible idea. Comparison kills, uh, comparison kills right? So there's a lot of give and take whenever it comes to, to marriage, particularly in the realm of finances. And I'll, I'll say that, Um, what I've been told is that if your finances are not in order, that will break your marriage quickly. And so I would say that is the area that, you know, you you really have to be honest with each other and you have to, to be on the same page um, in reference to like, well, how much do you think we should be saving? How much do you think we should be spending in order to be able to bring in this amount? What are we willing to sacrifice is spending X number of hours overtime, is that worth the amount of money that we're going to be able to bring in? You know, are we willing to sacrifice for X period of time in order to be able to reach a goal? Whenever those things aren't discussed, uh, I think that puts a tremendous strain on a marriage and can really, really break it. I agree. I think ladies, uh, I can honestly say like one of the mistakes I made was not asking about it enough thinking that, oh, that's his realm. Um, he, he got that, you know, if something's wrong or if something needs to be addressed, he'll say something to me. But that wasn't always the case. So I had to learn to just ask, to check in. And I know from, you know, other women that I talk with that finances is a big, big, can be a big problem. I think another area that's hard, which I think everybody has heard, is communication because everybody communicates differently. So, you have to learn how to communicate with your partner in a way that they can 
understand what you ha- what you're trying to say and you can understand what they're trying to say and just being willing to listen more than being heard, which is hard, especially whenever you're trying to get your point across. So um, I can agree with finances and I think you can probably agree with communication. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So since we talked about the hardest, what do you think has been the best thing about the married life? Well, I think I mentioned it, you know, the, the best thing about the married life is being able to share those really tough times as well as the really, really happy times with somebody that, has your best interest in mind. They they understand the backstory. So whenever this promotion comes up, they realize more than anybody, you know, like, hey, I, you know, I, I saw the effort that you were putting in. You know, I was with the, with you in the struggle. This is this is, you know, well, well deserved because of the, the hard work that you've been putting in. I'd say, you know, I, I think about some of the promotions that I've received and, you know, trying to explain it to some other people like they just were not getting it. Uh, but, you know, having that person right there and that partner with you, that lifelong partner really, really helps um, because they understand where you started um, compared to where where you ended up. So and, you know, I, I got to be honest with you, you know, uh I know you don't talk about it much on, on your show, but hey, the sex is good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I should I knew I was gonna have to censor you. I knew I was gonna have to censor you. <laughs> okay. So to piggyback off what you were first saying, um, I agree because life will take you through so many twists and turns and um things that you may not even see coming and to have somebody to go through that with like this whole entrepreneur journeys, uh, even this podcast, he has been there for me on days where I'm like, I don't know what to say, or I don't feel like it, or I'm just confused and crying. And so to have that person to support you, to encourage you to, to go through, like you said, the, the good times and the bad times is, um, something that I don't think you could really express how amazing it is to have that. That's something that I w- wish for everyone to have that experience in life. So if someone is looking for, let's say a lady is looking for that forever partner, what is the one trait or characteristic th- that you think they should be looking for in that other person? What they should be looking for in a partner this is a really tough question because, you know, I really, again, I, I really believe that it is an individually based criteria. Uh, what works for, for one does not work for all. But, I, you know, I, I have to go back to what you mentioned, the importance of communication. Someone who is willing to work on communication. And so, uh, you don't have to be perfect at it. Um, even though, you know, we've been doing it for 11, well, I like to, I like to describe it as a, you know, over a decade, <laughs> we've been working at it for over a decade. Um, I, I feel like I'm still learning. I feel like you're still learning. I, I feel like, um, we are still learning what to say, what not to say. Um, what more do I need to elaborate on? You know, maybe what do I need to cut short? Uh, for example, my explanations and stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, that, it's that Southern thing. But also, I think, I think someone who is just persistent, you know, somebody that's not willing to, uh, that's willing to keep going regardless of how tough it gets. Uh, if you can find a find someone who is just passionate about something, anything, and that 
that passion can be translated over to you as someone who was pouring into that that person like i i think that that's probably most important because what you're looking for is when when it begins to rain hard is this person willing to walk away can you stand the rain exactly exactly (laughs) exactly you know like uh is this person going to be willing to stay and and you know I think that's probably what what we're struggling with the consistency, you know, as a society. Maybe maybe we're stru- struggling with that part that we are too quick to like move on and and, and give up, you know, like uh there was a song, you know, that 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 we we talk about, you know, people don't beg no more, you know, like like you can't be too cool to say i'm sorry you can't be too cool to say please don't leave don't be too cool to to say i you know i messed up because every time you start over unfortunately like there is a process that you know this next person this new person has to go through in order to be able to get solid context because again you know we talked about one of the best things, you know, is that person that that understood the struggle that it that was required to get you from your starting point to your ending point. Um, but every time you start over in people, then that that next person has lost that that context, you know, a portion of that context. So if you can just stick with and find a person that has that stick to itiveness, uh, you know, there's such a thing. But yeah. Just find someone who's committed to something. I think that's really good. Um, yeah, we talk about that all the time. You got to put your pride to the side of marriage. You cannot have a big ego. You cannot be prideful or you will lose something very, very important to you. So that's that was a really good point. So coming to a close here, what does love mean to you? And what do you feel like is the ultimate way to express love? What does love mean to me? Love means saying I'm sorry, um, even when you don't feel like it. Love is saying I love you, even when it may be difficult to get out. Uh, and that doesn't, that's not implying that one doesn't love. Uh, it just means that like maybe there's some, there's an angry moment. Uh, but rather than focus on the anger, you try to focus on the reason why you're together. Because that not only gives you a perspective of the past, but it also helps you to understand where you're trying to get to in the future. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is being there. The ultimate way to express love, again, another very individual-based thing. But for me, the way to express love is to say, I love you, regardless of the situation. And to ensure that your 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 deeds match your words, um, that you're not just simply paying lip service, that your efforts and what that person sees matches what you are saying. That's good. I think about the scripture, like you mentioned, love is patient, love is kind. But I also think about, you know, the importance of love, you know, um, with, with these three remain, you know, but the greatest of these is love. Like it can really cure the world you know if people would really tap into that part of them and to me the 
ultimate way of showing love is kindness is to be kind to people is to I tell people all the time that being nice is so underrated I learned that people sometimes even husband and wives just aren't nice to each other like say how was your day hey how are you I'm glad to see you what can I get you you know like just being nice and kind to your spouse can make a really really big difference in your relationship so I love you and I really really appreciate you for joining us here on the podcast um it has been a great conversation and I hope you guys feel inspired to go love go out there and share some love go be kind go be nice and I want to say you know a lot of your your listeners don't understand the effort that you put in again another book x number of habits of highly effective people blah 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 right so it, it talks about ensuring that you don't try to oversell how much effort goes into creating a product. Um, but your listeners right now don't know how much pain and anguish you are in right now um, while you are putting this particular podcast together. Uh, she's been sick, y'all. and uh, um, but, but because of her love for you guys, um, she, she remains committed to making sure that she not only gets a product out, but making sure that we do this over and over and over so that we can get it right for you. Uh, so, you know, um, you don't, you don't see what's on this side of the microphone, but I, I want to say, because again, I've been there from the beginning to the end um, and beyond. Um, she really, really cares about you guys. So uh, keep listening. Thank you guys for listening. And we hope that you have a great week. <laughs>